Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D, and I'm the owner of Workflow, where I help small businesses play big while creating their luxury brands. I have the Profits in Pajamas podcast because I love to talk about how you can have a work with ease lifestyle, have work-life balance, and still have a profitable business. So today... We are lucky to have a guest on, and we have Sheila Fluker, and she is um, of the Balloon Queens in um, Dallas, Texas. Well, she's from Dallas, Texas. Are you still in Dallas? No, I'm in South Carolina. All right. She's in South Carolina. I'm like, I didn't think you were still in Dallas. So she's originally from Dallas, and she's in South Carolina, and um, she's the chief operating officer at the Balloon Squad, and she has a retail store. I'm gonna let you. T- I'm gonna let her tell you a little bit more about herself and her story and her background. But I just wanted to introduce, you know, you guys to her. Some of you may already know her from the Balloon community. If you are a part of that community, uh, we have other listeners. And um, if you don't know her already, you're about to get to know her very well. And we're going to have a wonderful conversation. And the topic that we're going to talk about today is having a grown up business. We both started from, you know, hobby to, you know, to business to kind of playing around with it. And now, you know, we're in that grown folks lane. And so we're going to try to help everybody to get in that grown folks lane you know this is a grown folks conversation so Sheila introduce yourself and I would love for you to share your story because I love hearing about how people started on the entrepreneurial journey and how they progressed so you know tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got on this journey Okay. Hey, everybody. I am Sheila, aka the Balloon Queen. Um, Like Danielle said, I'm the COO of the Balloon Squad. So um, we have a studio in Dallas, Texas. We have a retail store here in Columbia, South Carolina, and we are standing up a North Carolina Charlotte location. Um, Should be open September 15th is our open date that we're going with right now. But so look for that. Yeah, so, I mean, my thing is retail. Um, I love that aspect, that model. Um, I am a two-time combat veteran. I was in the military for 17 years, um, which kind of pushed me into the whole balloon world. Um, I got hurt my last tour um, in Iraq and um, suffered a few injuries, um, as well as being diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and severe depression. Um, so I was forced to do a medical discharge and, um, I really, I guess really just 
felt like a failure. Like my whole life was like committed to the army. Like that was my thing. That's what I was going to do. If I show you my senior book from when I was a senior in there, I had, you know, be all I can be in the army. Like I already knew what I was going to do. So, um, I, you know, went through my depression phase for about four or five months. Um, and to where I really didn't want to do anything. Um, but I remember one day my daughter was just kind of like, well, my, you don't want to take care of us. Like, you know, I didn't, I mean, so we said we keeping it real right there. Right. Yeah. No, keep it a hundred. Because somebody has been there. You know right. what I'm saying? And, right. and we all have had some moment in their life in our lives where we were just stuck and we were stuck. Right. right. And this was a stuck moment. Like I didn't even feel like bathing y'all. Like it was bad. So um, I, you know, decided to get up and get out. A friend of mine invited me to church um, and it was the church anniversary. And so I remember she was like on the decorating committee or something. And, you know, I went, I was like, I'm about to see these people sit in the church and which I love God, don't get me wrong. And, um, but I just didn't feel like it, but I went and they had this food in the back and the fellowship hall and, you know, was decorated nicely. And I'm like looking at this balloon column and I was like, what is that? Like, I guess I had never paid attention to the fact that it's other things to do with balloons instead of just on a ribbon. Um, and I was just so intrigued by it. I asked her, you know, what, who did those those balloon things? And, you know, she's like, it's a balloon column, da, 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 da. Um, you know, she, and she did it. And this, she had been my friend forever. I didn't even know this chick knew how to do anything with balloons. But, um, and we're like best friends now, still to this day. But um, she's like, yeah, just go on YouTube. It's really easy. And I was just like, okay. So, you know, I went on YouTube, started trying to play with it a little bit. Epic fail, but I felt good doing it. Right. Um, so with my military background, I was like, I'm always about education and training. So I was like, I wonder if somebody could teach me how to do this. So I get online, find this school in Florida. It was like a year long wait list. Um, but I called the lady, Linda Kiss. I called her and, um, you know, we were just chopping it up, talking and she's like, yeah, it's a wait list. Da, 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 da. And, um, we was talking and I think she had her husband or her dad were, in the military. And so she's like, I know exactly what you're going through. I know how you're feeling. If you can get here this weekend, then come on. So I told my husband, well, you got to drive me to Florida. So, right. Look at God. Look at God. <laughs> and we went to Florida. He went for support. And because um, mm -hmm. I couldn't lift anything or do anything, you know, so he was kind of like in there to help me, you know, lift and do whatever. It was like a two week course. And um, so he was kind of listening what you call it subliminally yeah like, he was there but he wasn't there right um, right yeah and so right after that we got back home and people started calling you know i'm like posting on facebook look what i learned y'all look what i'm doing never i really wasn't like into it for a business it was just kind of like i'm doing something now right. and people were like can you can you do my baby's party oh you know can you do this can you do that and i'm like okay so we turned it into a business people were calling the demand got kind of high fast but it really wasn't high it was just fast because i you know i was just mm -hmm. right. so um and then furlough happened so my husband um he had a government job at the time and furlough happened so it was a government shutdown and i really needed the help so i mean it was just god worked it out to where you know he never went back after furlough and we have been um you know in business full-time together five years now 
wouldn't change a thing. Um, he's actually the CEO, so he kind of oversees everything. And I'm, I'm more of the operations girl because I, I like systems. I like different processes, I, you know. So, um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, and for those people that get into the education part of things, I do have a master's in business, um, looking to, to go back and do my PhD in business as well. Um, so like I said, I do love the business aspect of it, but I love I love balloons. I love making people happy. I love the way it makes people feel. Um, and so with that whole, to wrap it all up, the whole thing with being sad and being depressed and, you know, really being down, I just kind of vowed to, spending my days making people happy and always making it a point to say, you know, how you doing today or giving somebody a smile because I just feel like you never know what a person is going through on the inside that they're not really, you know, sharing with other people. So um, that's why I love I love the industry and I love working with business owners as well because we struggle and um, and sometimes we don't want to let people know. But, you know, I'm all about just listening ears and showing people that, it doesn't matter where you start. It matters where you end. And as long as you keep trying every day, let's get it. And that is beautiful. I love, there's so many things I can unpack from the, from your story. But the, the, the main thing that I want to touch on is just starting with, can I keep it real? Because we, we have to be able to keep that realness, that honesty. And like you said, you know, Look, business ownership ain't for the faint at heart. It's a lot. Right. right. It's a lot going on. And it doesn't, you know, your your regular life does not stop because you're a business owner. So, you know, depression, anxiety, life events are going to happen. Right. And you're a business owner, you know, and so it's not the same as if you say, I'm going to take these bereavement days from work. Okay. <laughs> Cause you look, you are work, <laughs> you know, you, you yeah. when you take off, you know, everything is also it, you know, we do have to think about that and we have to think about our emotional capacity. How do we, you know, how do we make sure that the business is not contributing to right. our emotional stress? Right. And it will. It will, because it even will. in the beginning, it was, it was taking me out. It, I mean, it, when the, when the virus hit, I mean, that was a whole different level of, you know, stress and yes. just your mental state on top of, you know, just being safe. And, you know, me and my husband do this together. Right. So like, this is my money. This is right. How right. No, so family. it's just you like, know? you know, it went like, everybody was like, shut the door and you right. like, okay. <laughs> No, but it's definitely true is in, and, you know, even now we're coming out of COVID and we're going into a, you know, inflation. Right. Right. And so that is, you know, is having an effect on people. And that's really one of the main reasons why I want to have this conversation about grown folks business because when you have it set up as a hobby or you know haphazard when you don't have you know you said um systems and you know that that goes right to my heart because right, I'm a right. girl <laughs> if you don't have those systems in place if you have not been strategic about your business when these things happen 
you know, which they're going to happen. Right. You know, they've happened before. You know, you talked about furlough that, you know, that was years ago, but it, it happened. I remember it well. And, and you know, other things are going to continue to happen through the course of your business. Right. Not to say that every business is not going to be affected because like with COVID, like you said, everything was shut down. Yeah. So, you know, regardless of where your business was, it was affected in some way, shape or form. Right. right. But if you position yourself in a certain way, you can ride those storms a little bit better. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's not saying that they're not going to come, but, you know, I kind of was feeling the same way. Now, my husband works outside of, you know, the business. So there was some security there, but I'm like, I've been... You know, I, I've, I've never not been bringing money into the household. Right, yeah. And so that was a weird yeah, <laughs> place to be. Yeah, because you have to restructure. Right, and I was like, you know, some of it was just purely psychological because I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, the light's still on, food's mm-hmm. still here. But it just was something about, you know, my whole life, my whole adult life, I've always brought money into the household. Right, and right, right now I'm like... Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> even if it's your play money or even if it's your, your purse money or whatever, is the fact that you can't do what you want to right. do without a system or a plan in place. You can't prepare right. for everything, but I mean, try to, you know, have some foresight in what could happen or, you know, be, be well prepared for the obvious, I guess you would say. Yeah. And I mean, and, and that's the thing is it's being prepared. Like, again, we can't, if a disaster happens, I mean, we can't we can't say, you know, that that's not going to happen. I'm right. from New Orleans. Katrina right. happened. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we you can't say that, oh, if you do this, nothing's ever going to happen to your business. But it's that security of knowing you don't have to, you know, you, you don't have to lose it all. Right. Just because something happened in your business. Exactly. Um, one thing I want to touch on because I, I, I know this conversation is going to go, you know, vastly. Um, so before we get too deep into it, I know the, the first thing that, you know, kind of, um, drew us into this conversation was your knowledge about business credit. And I, so I want to make sure you get that out there and, you know, talk to the audience about why is it important for, entrepreneurs to set up business credit okay so with that um which is like it falls under the perfect topic like being grown folks like my ba- my business is not drinking milk we ain't on Similac no more like they, they eat steak and potatoes we like we roll <laughs> and don't get me wrong it took a while to get there and education played a big part in that. Um, I feel like business credit is so important just because it it makes you you stand out. You stand out from a lot of people. You know, even if you were doing your business at home, it doesn't matter if you have a store at, at home in your basement, a studio, whatever the case may be. Having business credit helps you stand out from that person that is you know maybe doing it on the side or not really counting the numbers or making money. They just you know making things here or there. Um, but it it gives you a name in the corporate space. When you're talking business credit and structuring things correctly, having the right email and, you know, just different little things like that. When you're trying to go di- get different accounts, um, things are already 
set up for you or not set up for you, but you just look real, look like you look right on paper. Right, right. So um, I remember I didn't I didn't know anything about business credit. Um, <laughs> so we opened our first store um, here in Columbia. And when I tell you, I literally had 10 balloons on the wall trying to be like Party City. That's why I feel like identity is so important. Right. So trying to be like Party City, I got like 10 balloons on the wall with this black felt. I wish I had the picture. This black felt paper <laughs> thing behind us. It, oh my God, it was horrible. 10 balloons on the, on the wall. Mind you, if anybody came in and said they wanted a Minnie Mouse, that Minnie Mouse head was coming off of that wall. Like that was that was my inventory. That was a, that was a part of the inventory. Yes, I I so I'm like, I remember this lady, she comes in, you know, she says she wants this column or whatever. And I had got all these balloons from Party City, like in these, um, these bags and stuff. And she says she wanted this column. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, how are we going to get this? I had no money because yeah, we worked, the business was open. I got a really good deal on my first retail space. Um, so I wasn't like paying a lot there, but I still had no money. I had no right. money to really keep going. It was like, you pay me now I got money, but really wasn't money. Cause I'm buying your stuff and I'm, you know, right. 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 As it goes. Right. So, uh, I called a distributor and I'm like, look, I am starting this business. I'm, I'm doing balloons. I don't have anything. Like, is it any way y'all can let me like get some balloons and I pay you back later? Like oblivious to the fact, I didn't even know this was a thing. And the lady's like, you mean a net 30? And I was like, oh, so what is that? <laughs> and so she begins to explain, you know, what was going on and, and how that works, whatever. I'm like, y'all about to give me $2,500 worth of balloons and I don't have to pay you right now? Right. Sign me up. So, you know, I, I opened a net 30 account, went through that process, and then I started to research like net 30s and business credit cards and just, you know, all of this, this stuff. And um, that's when I decided to go back and get my master's. I had already had a bachelor's, um, but I decided to go back and learn a little bit more about business. And um, so I just started diving deep into the business credit world because, I mean, we weren't making the money, you know, and I needed something to stop funding you know when people come in i'm like oh well let me find the money and order their product and then now they pay me when it's delivered and so i'm getting paid like it was just a whole big mess so i just believe in business credit on being you know set up properly have your net accounts have your gas cards and, and responsibly now i'm not saying get people's stuff and don't pay them their money or right, get right. more than you can handle but you know just kind of coming up with a plan to let that kind of fund itself. Like now my vehicles are in my business name. My, my, um, I have a apartment in Charlotte. I have an apartment in um, Columbia and just thinking outside of the box. So my, I have corporate leases. So not only is the stuff in the business name I, and I operate one of them um, as an Airbnb. So I got a place to stay when I'm in North Carolina and then I'm making money. So I'm really staying for free. So just really like thinking outside of the box and, letting the business take care of itself because for a long time we were like putting the money that we did have into the business to you know fund different things like I didn't pay myself I know for a fact at least a good year and a half maybe even two years we weren't even getting paid because I didn't know how to do it properly right. um 
which kind of rolls up into the whole systems and stuff. I was offering everything under the sun and letting people tell me what I offer instead of knowing myself. So just coming up with systems and catalogs and when we order and what colors we carry, just kind of streamlining those, you know, those systems and processes to kind of make it easier and um, just make my life better and cut down on the stress when it comes to work. I hope that makes sense because I know I talk fast, but no, it makes sense. I talk fast too. I have to practice. <laughs> I have to practice talking slower. And when I get excited, I talk faster. And business makes me excited. So yes. you know, it's it's a whole thing. I have yes. to I have to practice. Um, but you know, just again, you know, the topic just grown folks business, just setting things up. You know, what you the last part of what you said was that so I'm not stressed. Right. A lot of times we are creating our own stress. Right. Exactly. In the business. And we saying it's the customer or, you know, or that's just how business is. But it's not. It's that we're not, you know, the, the, the first part of being grown to me is figuring out what your problems are mm -hmm. and finding solutions. Right. And a lot of times in business, we just roll with, that's just how it is. Or we just keep rolling, just keep whatever rolling. it is. Mm -hmm. We just keep rolling. But like you said, okay, so you somebody gave you a, a, a piece of information. This is, you know, what a net 30 is. But you didn't leave it there. Right, right. You went and said, wait, hold up now. Now, this you didn't open the whole new door. Right. Let me go find out what's behind Mm -hmm. this door we have to do that more in our businesses we have to be more thoughtful in our businesses and then you know you took it to the next level like well if i'm gonna have this apartment i'm about to make it an airbnb so now i've brought in another you know form of income right. um but you can't do any of that if you never really sit with your business yeah and I have met people that, I mean, didn't have EIN numbers, didn't have, and you got to start somewhere. Don't get me wrong, because we don't all start off correctly. Right. Right. But I do feel like it's important to, the, the, the closest that you can get to making that foundation right the first time, the better. Because, I mean, I have met people, I have people that I work with that have been in business 10, 15 years, don't have a business bank account, don't have EIN right. numbers, don't have done and brass street numbers. Like all of these things are important, even when you want to move up to get like your government contracts and stuff like that. Like you need that stuff to play big. Like you got to you gotta go big or go home. So when That's you don't it. have that stuff and you complaining that people giving you $25, but I mean, who are you? Like, right. You, I mean, right. I'm going to send you, you know, my thousand dollars for two arches or wh whatever the case may be, you know, like you got to be ready to play and, and be ready to look the part if you want to play with the big wigs and you need to be a big wig. Like, it's, right. nothing, it's nothing wrong with right. you. Right. You look, you don't have to be big to be right. big. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. You, you, you don't have to, you know, I was talking to one of my um coaching clients and you know, I always start with figuring out what it what is your thing? What do you want? Mm -hmm. Because that's what we got to start is where right. what do you want? Because there's a there's the sky's the limit, but we got to know what you want. Exactly. And she said, Well, I, I want this, that, and the other. She said, But you know, I, I really would like to be a six-figure business, but I don't think you could do that out of 
your home. And I, why not? I do. Right. Okay. You know, you can do whatever you want, but it's one deciding what that is and two figuring out what you need to do to get there. Right. And like you said, having your paperwork in order. A lot of people are attracted to me because I work with a lot of corporate clients and they mm -hmm. want to know how to do that. You know how many times I, I was able to, to secure an account because they say, can you send me over your EIN number and your, um, your certificate of secure um, insurance? Mm -hmm. And I was able to get that to them within an hour right because i already had it so all i had to do was add them to my insurance and that was that was what made it take an hour otherwise they would have had it in five minutes exactly and that's the key that's the things that make a difference because those are the things that they're looking for to know that you're legitimate especially in this age where people open up businesses you know faster than you know you change clothes mm -hmm. left and right Left and right, you know that you're here for the long run. You know what I'm saying? And then from your standpoint as a business owner, I when whenever um they were doing all the stuff with the PPP loans and everything, mm -hmm. and um what was it the 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 grant the one that was a grant? Mm -hmm. I was on a webinar and they were talking about how you know, minorities and, you know, those businesses were not getting that money. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, I know stuff go on, but I, that was bothering me. So I asked the question and it wasn't that the system was discriminating against us. It was that we didn't have the paperwork. We, didn't have we couldn't show income. Mm -hmm. We couldn't show that we had legitimately registered our businesses. Right. We couldn't show all of that. So, you know, in the midst of, you know, COVID, like you said, everything shuts down and you sitting up there looking at the wall, trying to figure out well, <laughs> what's about to happen. Because, yeah. you know, my bills still do. Mm -hmm. There's resources there that you can't even tap into because you don't have your paperwork you don't have your affairs in order exactly which is easy to do if you just do it in the beginning right and, and get get the help tell somebody you don't know like everybody want to boost and brag and oh i'm a business owner i'm an entrepreneur i work for myself baby working for yourself ain't that easy because you're working longer for yourself than you work in this nine to five right but at least get your stuff in order the first time exactly. if that means hiring a coach if that means mm -hmm taking a free class on, on YouTube, whatever the case may be, research, like everything is out there. It's about how much time you want to spend doing it. But if you research or pay somebody to tell you, you know, okay, what do I need to do? Because that, that really saves you money in, in the long run. run because you're trying to figure it out. But if you get somebody, you know, invest in yourself, invest in the education to learn what it is you need to do to make yourself right, then, I mean, I, I just feel like it's, it's always, um, it's, not, it's always working. It's always working, especially yeah. when you begin with the end in mind, like know where you want to go, know what you want to have. And that way, that process, it just, it makes it easier. No, yeah, I 100% agree with that. And I think, uh, you know, a big part of it, like you, you said, invest with the end in mind. And why that is so important 
you know, I see people post all the time. I'm looking for an affordable this. I'm looking for this that don't cost the arm and a leg. Stop looking for things based off of price. Right. Look at them based on result. Exactly. Because you can sit there and say based on price. I saw a post um, today. The lady was um, upset because the people messed up her wedding cake. Mm. And I mean, they did mess it up. It was it was legit burnt. It was, you oh. can see a layer of like black. No. Yes, yes, no. ma'am. But she said the lady, it was a three-tier cake and it was like 275. And I'm like a 275 three-tier wedding cake. I kind of knew that that's how that was going <laughs> to, that was going to end up. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like not saying that that's right. Not saying that well, that person should have given her something in that condition. But I'm, I'm using that example just to say like we keep trying to look at the price. Right. Instead of the result. I'm sure somebody quoted that lady a, a, a actual price. Right. Going to deliver what she wanted, exactly. but you went with the lower price, and then now you are disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know, I get people coming, and you know, it's like you've been to four, five people before, right? And still haven't gotten a result. And if you add up because you saw that ninety nine dollars or whatever it was, mm-hmm. man. When you add it up, though, when you didn't been to, you know, five people, you could have paid that oh, 500. You could have just went on to pay the 500. You could have paid the 500 the first time because now not only have you lost money, but you lost time, yep. aggravation, and, you know, it's harder to come behind somebody that did messed up than it is yeah. to yeah. it in the first place. Most definitely. So it's just, you know, learning to invest in your business. And knowing that that investment comes back and it doesn't, you know, we have to start thinking long term. Yes. Because a lot of times we're thinking about immediately, you know, that money, you know, oh, I I did this today, then I want to see something tomorrow. That's that's not how investment works. (laughs) And that's that. And that's like one thing I live by my words, I live by education, execution, and patience. Like stop looking at stuff thinking like, you know, compare a lot of times, especially I know in our, our industry, a lot of people look at other people's businesses and they say, oh, well, they're doing this. And they, I've even had people tell me like, how you got a retail, you know, store and you making six figures and you haven't even been doing it five years. And I'm just like, don't compare yourself to what I'm doing because you don't know how long I've been up crying, how we couldn't pay stuff, the things that I lost before we even got to this point. Don't compare yourself to me. Compare yourself to where you want to be and what, you know, make your own goals, your own dreams. Like you can't, you can't compare yourself to other people because what, what is for you is for you. And, you know, God might have them on a whole different, different path. I remember one time, um, when we first built our house, we had um, like a tree, you know how they plant the, the trees or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So our tree was not growing. It was just, it was looking sad to the point where I told my husband, I'm like, what's wrong with our tree? You know, like the, the, the community is new. So, and I'm seeing other people's trees growing. So he even went, in my husband's country, he's from Alabama. So he know about, you know, stuff, yeah. soil and all this stuff. So he goes to the neighbors, you know, he's like, 
hey man, what's up with y'all treat? Like they treat big, beautiful, you know? And um, so the, one of the neighbors was like, just dig it up, dig it up and replant it. And my husband's like, yeah, you know, he's listening to him. He's like, yeah, I don't know about that. And then I was like, well, maybe, you know, I don't know what it is. Well, right. come to find out to make a long story short, we had a different type of tree. Right, right. And so it didn't grow at the same. It didn't grow at the same pace. But when I tell you now, our tree is huge in front of the house, beautiful tree, and it, we got like the rose bushes and stuff too. And it just it grew so big. But it, I, I always think about that tree when I'm thinking about the business because just because you see other people around you, business growing or trees growing, you don't have the same tree. You don't plant the same right. seed. You don't have the same soil. Right. So you need to be mindful of what you have in front of you and not worry about everybody else's mm -mm. tree growing and that rate. Because some of the trees have stopped growing. Some right. of them are a little bit taller. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Focus on my tree. Let, let me just water my, my right. place. And that's all that you can do. You know what I'm saying? All you can do my my analogy of that is okay so we have a neighbor across the street he has the most beautiful lawn i mean like green you know they said the grass is greener you know <laughs> grass is greener um next door right he has the most beautiful lawn and so you know sometimes i just be sitting out there looking at it like you know it's just so here's the thing that man be out there at least once a day doing something mm -hmm. to that to that that grass. Right, right. How many times a day he'll go outside and mess with the grass? <laughs> Zero. So as much as I can see how beautiful his grass is, yes. unless I'm willing to put in that level of work, mm -hmm. then I can't sit here and say, That's it. you know, Oh, well, look at his grass and have an attitude because he's working on his grass. Exactly. You know, a lot of times when, you know, somebody will say, well, how did you do this? Or how did you do that? And I share with them what I did. Then you want to turn up your nose. Oh, you pay that? I, you, I ain't going to pay nobody out there. Them conventions, this class, this, that. Like, yeah, that's what I did. You asked well, me how that's I did. That's what I did. So if you're not willing to do that, Right. Stop, stop being upset when you see other people's businesses growing in ways that yours is not mm -hmm. because you know like you said education investment and patience those are that is that those are some three you you hit it okay. on the you hit the nail on the head with that because i'm always about ongoing education right right i don't care how long i've been doing it i don't care what my background is coming into it like it could be a beginner's class and i must be sitting up there sitting there watching because right. i'm always in a position where i want to learn exactly investment oh i'm gonna put that money in because what i do know is the lord brought me to it mm -hmm. and he's gonna bring me to the things that i need to keep it going he's gonna right. give me everything i need right to keep it going but we see we tend to believe that he just gonna sit it in front of us sometimes mm -hmm. he sit it in front of us with a price tag right what you gonna do with because he won't know how serious are you because you know how to drop that money over there when you're buying clothes right he won't know you're gonna drop it on this because you said you wanted this i'm giving it to you what are you willing to invest in it right so that investment is important 
for you, for your growth, but also for your customer. Yes. Because you can't ask people to invest top dollar in you if you're not in, willing to make that investment in, in yourself. yourself. Exactly. And we've and had people, people come see to the, Oh, they see it immediately. Because they, they go it. and they ask questions at other places and then they'll, they'll tell you, oh, I went to the other place over there and they didn't know nothing. She couldn't help me with nothing. And mm-hmm. I just said, you know, I don't want to talk about nobody else's business, but we can help you, right. you know, get this done or whatever. But pe- I mean, clients, they look at stuff like that. They already, done, you know, they select them about who they want to give their money to anyway. Right. So that education and that investment, again, is what makes you stand out. If I know that you are an educated person or you've invested in yourself or you're a trained professional, I don't mind giving you my money because I'm paying the people to do what they do. Like, you know what I mean? And, and I believe in that, whether it, whatever it is, I believe in paying people to do what they do because I don't do it all. Right. And you, and, and that's the thing too, building that community mm-hmm. of, you know, most of us are solopreneurs or, you know, small businesses in the fact that we, you know, have 10 or less employees. Right. right. You can't do all the things, you know, these big companies have a whole department of 10 people that do that that one thing the accounting that'll be the accounting department you know what I'm saying the accounting department got 10 people in it like that we haven't even touched the marketing department and the research department and all these different so you can't be good at all those things not be and it's nothing wrong with not being good at it you know you have to be resourceful. That's how you grow your business. Not by trying to hold on to everything and having all the control. No, no, no. When you look, when you cheapen your business, you're going to attract cheap customers and you're going to have a cheap experience. That's, mm-hmm. that's the beginning and the end of it. When yeah. you spread out and spread that love and you start, you know, investing in other people, you know, you hire an accountant, you hire somebody, you know, and even if you don't have that person on your staff, they're a part of your team. Right. Right. They're part of your team. I mean, we did um, a couple of episodes, financial ones recently. We talked to an accountant. We Mm -hmm. talked to a financial advisor. So, you know, if y'all didn't catch those episodes, go back and listen to those. But these are all things that you need to get in order. And these are all people that you need on your team. And, you know, we all know what it feels like sometimes to be alone in Mm -hmm. this. Mm-hmm. trying to figure it all out but when you bring in other professionals you're not alone no more right and, and they know right. what they're talking about right a prime example we um like i said begin with the end in mind right so when we started like it was never a business it was just a little you know we was doing something but I, as i saw that i really like to do it you know we thought like okay i want to be able to franchise i want to start offering you know franchise so we started to do the process or whatever trying to do it on our own come to find out we go to do our uh and for the people that don't know so our name used to be balloon king and queen right so that was the company name. So we go to the trademark, the name, come to find out, came back that there's a Balloon Kings. So his trademark covers the whole royal family. So you can't, in the balloon world, you could not trademark Balloon King and Queen, Balloon Princess. You couldn't trademark any of Any of that, yeah. Mind you, matter of fact, this cup right here. I, I, when I tell you I had Balloon King Queen, I had all kind of promotional items and just everything had, you know, this name on it. And come to find out, we, we had to change everything. Thank God that it happened earlier 
in our career right. versus, right. you know, later. So uh, me and my husband was talking, he was like, well, we just don't have to, you know, get it together and hire an attorney, hire a trademark attorney. She ended up, you know, handling everything. Um, but I say that to say, had we called her in the first place, because yeah, I put, put it in on the website, on the free website to say, you know, was this name trademark, but it didn't give me all the other rules. It right, didn't give right. me the laws to say, hey, but this is trademark. You know what I mean? So right. had we called her in the beginning, we wouldn't have wasted all this money and putting the name on the van and, you know, doing all this right, stuff. Right. So if I wanted to stay local, I, if I wanted to stay in location, I could have still rolled with Balloon King and Queen, but that wasn't the vision. Right, so right. when I, you know, invested in her earlier to kind of to do all of that research, I wouldn't have wasted all that money. So okay. now I, I think it's very important to, again, knowing your identity, what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go. And, and, and the plan does change. But, you know, if you can to the, the greatest capacity that your business could be like, think about it like that. Yeah, you can change, but work your way up to that spot. That right. way everything else is covered. So you know you have, you know, not just the minimum, but the necessities versus right. like, I got this opportunity, but I don't have what I need to, you know, accept it. You know what I mean? Right. So no. you want to be able to open the door when opportunity is knocking and not just like looking at your people like, dang, I can't open it. I don't got no clothes on. Right, right. Look, you're trying to scramble everything in the washing machine right now. Right. And, you know, but but it's it's the reality of, you know, like you said, it can change. You know, I know my my idea about my business has changed over time. Mm -hmm. It has changed even in the last couple of years. It can change. But if you don't ever have it to begin with. Right then what are you working towards? Right. Because, you know, this going to be a spoiler alert for some people. It don't just happen to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people that I know believe that life, business, all that just happens to you. And this person just luckier than I am and all this stuff like that. It's not how it works. It doesn't happen to you. I promise you, if you sit down and talk to people that have reached their goals and milestones, they had a plan right. and they were strategic. Mm -hmm. and you they had a goal. They right. had a goal in mind mm -hmm. and they worked towards that goal. They, they were consistent and they had intentional action. Right. And you may not see all of that mm -hmm. on social media, or on this, or on that, no. because... Yeah, no. You wasn't there at three o'clock in the morning when, you know, when they was having a mental breakdown. Right. Because, right. <laughs> because the math was happening right and this wasn't happening. All of that stuff, all of that, the, the work part, the blood, mm -hmm. and tears part, a lot of that happens behind the scenes. It's not something that happens out loud. And right. even people you know well. Right, right. Because people don't want to share that stuff. And whether it be you feel like you're a failure or yeah, like even if they do, you can't really know that full experience and they're not gonna tell you the the whole thing because some stuff you just you skip over. It's just like I don't even want to remember that no more. <laughs> you know, like look, I finished crying, I don't want to talk about right. it. Exactly. But even if you was there watching it, if you didn't know what you was watching, you didn't see it. Right. Right. Because some people could be right alongside of you. Mm -hmm. 
but they don't know where you going. So right. they don't know to pay attention yet. They just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Then when when stuff happens and it hits, then they all of a sudden they, no. their attention is focused. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they, 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 they paying attention mm-hmm. now. But if you wanted to know the roadmap, you should have been watching me yep. back then. Right, right. Because right now, you know, look, the tree didn't grow. Okay. <laughs> it's big. It got, it got rose bushes around it and everything. But if you want to know how to grow a tree, you had to see me back then when I was trying to nurture it, when it was right. not growing, when I was sad, when I was mm-hmm. like, well, what's wrong with it? Exactly. That's when the growth was actually happening. Mm-hmm. It just shows itself at a later right. time. Right. And so it's, it's really understanding that, understanding that it's not just by chance. You got to have that plan. Yeah. You got to have that plan and I'm going to segue us into, and you got to have systems in place. Mm -hmm. You got to have systems. Systems is what helps you grow. Systems is what helps you have a mental break. Systems, systems is everything. Like I, I haven't been to work, honestly, in the last, what, two and a half weeks. I haven't, I haven't even been to the store because I had other stuff going on. We getting ready to open the other store. So I'm like back and forth to North Carolina, you know, setting up a whole bunch of stuff. But had I had not had systems in place, they couldn't be running the shop without without that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's the smallest things. Like I always talk about catalogs and how the lady came in with these these colors that I didn't have. Like now I only offer 40 colors. Like either you pick this or you don't get it. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a butthole about it, but this is what I offer. If I don't have what you what you want or you can't conform to what I have, I have no problem with you going to another artist that offers that. I'm right. in retail. I don't do custom designs. This is what I have. This is the selection. And this is what I what you can choose from because I don't want all this extra inventory laying around. Nobody else up orders this color. Like that's not my thing. Some people like to do it, but that's just that's not how you know we choose to do it. So I feel like your inventory, um, certain colors, um, breaking it down to ordering your inventory on a certain day. You know, we we always order on Mondays. The truck comes in on Wednesday. So they always know on Wednesdays you're un- you're unlo- unloading the truck, putting the inventory in, you know, making the counts. When the order comes in, fill out your order form, put, you know, pull the job, know what you have. So it's, it's just systems like that that anybody can do. Because when they start relying on you and you are the business, the business doesn't work when you leave. And right. we had that problem for a long time. It was like, oh, is Sheila here? Well, you know, I write down an order or have it in my phone, but nobody else knows what to do because we didn't have a system in place. So I'm like on the phone at the doctor. Oh, she wanted red and just put the <laughs> you know So it's just like, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So you got to have systems in place to make it better if you do you know offer the bigger designs or the sculptures or designing the whole thing have a system in place have detailed notes so that anybody can take that form and 
and duplicate what you had in mind, you know, regardless of what you're offering, the systems is what grows the business. The systems allows you to, this is in place now, okay, I already know that they can make everything and all the recipes are the same. Everybody can make it now. I can step out of production and now I can focus on marketing. Okay, now I have my Facebook campaign running. Now I can step out of uh, marketing and I can hit my corporate sales. Okay, now I brought another team member on to go and talk to corporate people. Now I can step back and just do accounting. Now I got an accountant and she's doing payroll. Now I can step back and go on vacation for a week. You know, right. that's the ultimate goal. Like, put the and that, yes. So and, and, and you don't have to the, do it all, but you know, take some 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 steam or take some. I guess the weight off of you. Off your shoulders, yes. You know what I mean? A little bit at a time. You don't have to hit the ground running, but at least crawl. You crawl do something. Right. This is the thing that, that cracks me up because the the almost every time I talk to somebody about systems, mm -hmm. they say, well, uh, I don't have time to sit there and set that up. You don't have time because you don't have systems. Mm -hmm. That's the beginning and the end of it. When yeah. you have systems, systems create time. I was just about to say that. Exactly. They, they create time because you don't have to keep doing everything over and over again. And, you know, when you were talking about creating those systems and being able to step back and hand it to somebody else, mm -hmm. I want to make sure, because I'm not letting y'all off the hook if it's just you. Right, right. I want to make sure that you still have systems if it's just you. One, because like we said, it frees up your time. Mm -hmm. but two because you don't always remember no you don't and if you are remembering then we got another problem within itself because we need to get you some more business you shouldn't right. remember every order you shouldn't remember every client you know what i mean and, I, and i've been there too like me and my husband we're talking about oh remember that lady that came in with the red shirt on oh yeah she got two cops you know we was like knowing people and knowing right people. right because it was just us and not and not even about it being us. It's just the fact that we remember because we was scrounging together to get the order together because right. we didn't have a system in place trying to right. you know, figure it out. You remember it because it, it was a battle scar. Exactly. It was I'm a battle us, us and back and forth. And he like, right. you order that. I don't know, just use, use, use five inch. Just put some five inch right there. You know what I mean? Like, so now you got a whole nother issue. Right. <laughs> no, definitely. But like, I'm thinking about times when I didn't, I, I have somebody pull something off my Instagram and say, oh, I want this. And I'm sitting up there like, how, how did I make this? I don't even remember how I made it. I don't, rem I don't even remember. Right. <laughs> even if it's just you designing. Mm hmm Create systems for yourself. One, because it makes it easier you know, when I when I do a custom piece, mm -hmm. I print out the picture of it and I write a recipe while I'm right. doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And even if I never get that handwritten into the, the computer, I have it and I can pull it back when I need it. Right. But what I know is, is that when you do grow and you do have those people come on, it's already in place. Mm-hmm. You already have all of that in place so that when you're ready to bring people on, which is another grown person topic, right, right. stop hiring people if you don't know what, them, what those people are being hired to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And then being mad at the people because they're not lightening your load. 
Right. But you never told them. You never told them what the responsibilities were. You have to have responsibilities. You have to have a job description for that person so they clearly know what they're supposed to be doing. And you need to make sure that you are being clear. Because sometimes the problem is you. Right, right. Right. Sometimes the problem is you because you're expecting them to know what you know, but they they just came here. They don't know what you they don't know what you know. They haven't been inside your head. And even if they're another balloon artist, even if you, you know, are hiring another artist, we all do things differently. Right. Right. Different different steps or different methods of tying or different ways to put colors together. I remember when we were um, setting up the, the Texas studio. I had to remember like everybody doesn't think like me. So it was some things I was even being frustrated because like you said, I wasn't really clear on how it should be. So I'm in my mind, I'm like, how you don't know the, you know, this goes with this or, you know, just put whatever the case may be, but going back and creating a training manual, this is how we take the order. This is how we put the colors together. This is the size it's on. So it really forced us to, to get things together because, yeah, it works good when it's in one place. But when you're trying to duplicate a system to put it in another place, you really have to make sure, you know, things are, are done right. And I, I still have stuff that we need to work on. But it really forced me to go ahead and, you know, get it done. So I know, you know, when you're trying to grow, those systems are really important, even if that's just adding one person to the team to, you know, help you stretch things out and and get yourself going, you know, to lighten the load a little bit. Right. You know, I definitely agree with that. And it's not. Like you said, it's an ongoing process. It's right. not finished. You're going to always be tweaking and changing and, you know, making it better. Right. But don't not start with it at all and then wonder why, you know, you frustrated, they frustrated, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not helping you, your business to grow. You know, we, we, we got to stop just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing if it's going to stick. Right. We got to really start <laughs> planning you know, for success, you mm-hmm. want to be successful and plan, put a, put a, a game plan in place. And, you know, like one of my taglines is helping small businesses play big. Mm-hmm. These big corporations, the things that you see roll out, they've been in development for years. Yes. Before you ever see them hit the scene. Mm-hmm. The thing about being a small business is you have the flexibility of, you don't have to necessarily take that long with it you know you don't have to take a year or two years to to you know put a new product out there on the market but that being said don't just skip over right the process right have a process have a plan you know like you said earlier have an end game in mind because if you just putting it out there and you don't have an end game so then what's supposed to happen right you're gonna end up anywhere right if you don't look, if you don't turn on um, Google Maps, they tell you where to go. <laughs> and you just start driving. I mean, look, you might end up in Texas. You might end up in Atlanta. You don't know where we are. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know where we're going. So we have to be very mindful of doing that. Um, and like we said, investing um, and then also building community. Yes. Yes, um, I think that's important too. It's it's two other two other um, well three now. A girl just opened last month or two months ago. Um, 
other balloon, you know, stores in the area. We don't, and a lot of people's like, oh, they'll come in the store. Oh, you know, another store just opened, you know, down the way or whatever. I never look at things as a competition. It's always a community. It's a, it's a collaboration. It's support. Like it's too many people in Columbia. I can't do everybody's party anyway. You know, and we sell different. We 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 move different. But I made it my business to go out and meet her and come to find out she had said she had been following us or whatever. Really nice conversation. You know, we just kind of talked together and you know had some one on one time. Even set up some lunch or whatever. And and when I um went to take the kids on spring break, some of the girls in the store they don't do the bigger jobs. Mm-hmm. So um I was you know left her number at the register and made sure that they passed her information down you know to let them know like you got other places to go so we can always refer out like I'm not turning people down I refer out but I need to know you know your caliber of work what you're doing so I don't think that so often we look at people as competition when it shouldn't be that way like if we build a community and build awareness it's more people especially for the balloon community now more people want balloons you know at their events so let's build that not oh, her price is too high, or oh, she's not charging this. Like, if it's something that you see an issue, pull that business owner to the side and try to talk to them. But really, at the end of the day, it ain't your business. Right. So either they're going to accept it or they're not. So, you know what I mean? Like, collaborate and, and grow together as an industry instead of that network is important. Being, no, being a, a resourceful person is important. Having a cake baker or a venue or, you know, because you support other small businesses because at the end of the day, we know that if we don't get clients, these families don't eat. Like these right. businesses are supporting families where you can see the result. This is not right. a party city or whatever the case may be. Like you see the, re- the results of you supporting these small businesses. So you should never be you know, tearing other people down. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not with that. I don't even like when I see people put stuff on Facebook, like, I ain't gonna even get into that, but people <laughs> <laughs> just supporting one another. No, look, I, and I, and I, I know exactly what you mean. And I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not bringing negative energy yeah, into this right, I'm just right. not gonna do it. My thing is, I agree with you. I, you know, have created um community amongst the balloon artists that are here mm-hmm. in the area. Um, the ones that I don't know, you know, I just ain't met you yet. That's all. Um, you know, and some people aren't trusting of that type of relationship. Some people, you know, people have different philosophies about it and I can't control that. That's between, look, that's between you and God. Mm -hmm. The way I'm going to operate is always going to be that, you know, we working out off of, you know, sisterhood and fellowship. And that's how, I look at it, you know, if we can help one another, we can help one another. If, you know, sometimes you may not be able to help out, but if you, you know, you need a, you know, a supportive, you know, person, then that's the relationship. Like you said, you know, I'm always going to be the person, regardless of the industry, I will be that person to kind of pull you on the side and say, so let's talk about this price. Right. Sis, <laughs> let's have a little conversation about this here price. Right. I feel looking like, you know, like right. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, because a lot of times we do feel intimidated about charging our worth. And mm-hmm. I do feel like, you know, that's something that's important for us to get over that hurdle. And, you know, if you've been successful in raising your price and, you know, how that's grown your business. I feel like, you know, 
just in a kind of reaching back kind of way. Yeah. You know, tap the next one on the shoulder and say, now come, come on now. <laughs> you know, you may not put them where mine are and that, that that's, that's neither here nor there, but you know, I want to make sure people are taking care of those families. Cause like you said, they are families, you know, right. when you're talking about right. a small business, we're talking about, you know, real life people, families, not, you know, a faceless corporation, you know, right. you're talking about right. somebody, you know, they child and they this and they that, you know, and so, but that community is just important. We can't, you know, it, it's not saying to, you know, put yourself in a position where you're losing business, but you can't, you, you can't grow if you are in that, just that, that constant competitive energy, you know, that's just, I don't know, that's just my philosophy. I know some people feel differently about it and that's cool too, but I just, I feel like it's, you know, it, it, we better together. Yeah. Yeah. We better together. And yeah, like you said, I don't, unless there's a reason that I'm turning down a job, like something, you know, there's something mm-hmm. wrong with that job. Mm-hmm. I don't turn down jobs. I refer them out to somebody right. else who right. I, I believe will be able to help them. Or, you know, if I'm, if I want to go travel, then I'm, you know, if I'm out of town that week, then somebody got to do the job. Mm-hmm. Why not let it be, you know, somebody who I know and we, we kick it sometimes, you know, why not? Exactly. And, you know, I know that that goes both ways. I know that they got my back, you know, like, you know, and anything can happen. I mean, I've heard, you know, with a lot of different artists, like something happened, you're, you know, you, you are the business. Yeah. What happens if you go into the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. What happens if, you know, something happens, you have, you know, an illness or a death in the family? Mm-hmm. And you have to leave and you already got a job booked. Right. And so if you are, if you have built that community, then you got somebody that's going to jump in right. and take up that slack. But then I'm going to tie it right back to them systems. Yes. You got to have those systems in order because otherwise, how will that person know how to come behind you? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just really just, you know, like I, I hope you know for you guys that are listening that you your your wheels are turning as far as that grown folks part of it because ultimately you know you, your job is to run the business you may have to carry on these other roles you know depending on what your staffing is looking like and everything else but at the end of the day you still have to run the business and so, you know, all of these things that we are talking about are ways to help you run that business more right. effectively right. and to position yourself to where you don't have to be all the things mm-hmm. in the business. You know, you, you, you may start there. I think we all have started there, you know, yeah, you, know, start absolutely. Out. you don't have, look, I, I, you, you might not have $5 to um, put in your pocket. So you definitely don't have anything right. to put on hiring somebody, mm-hmm. you know, at the very beginning. Right. But as you grow, you shouldn't stay in that infancy stage right. forever. Right. You shouldn't be in, you know, that survival mode mm-hmm. forever. 
that's not that's not how it works. And if you if you're being strategic, if you're putting systems in place, if you are doing all of these things to make sure you're you're setting your business up to be professional, when you get to that point where you can start to switch from survival to growth, like you said, you you're not going to be saying I don't have my clothes on when they're not. Or you're going to have everything. You're going to be dressed, ready, hair, makeup, you right. know, put right. on the camera. You know what I'm right. saying? You're exactly. going to be ready to go when that happens, you know, so that you can shift into growth. But I feel like we have so many businesses that never leave survival stage. Right. And when they don't leave survival stage, you can't, you don't even have an exit strategy. You can't leave. You, you have nothing. Like, that's, you know, you, when you sell your business, you're selling that system, you're selling how things go, you, you're selling, you know, they want to see proof that this, this proof of concept that this works. So if you don't have anything to show them, then you have nothing to sell, which means you make no money because everything that you put into it is now wasted because you, you didn't document anything. You have no system to sell. You, you know, you want to sell your name, but I mean, what is that? You know what I mean? So, right. We yeah, we want to run a business, but this 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 type of job is hard on your body. Like yes. we can't be kind of forever. Like we just cannot, you know, you can't do it. So you gotta have an exit strategy as well. I, I always say my kids are my exit strategy. I don't care if they take on one of these stores or not, but as much money as we invested in them, they better do something and come back and take care of me. Right. But, I mean, that's my plan. I invest in them because they are right. one of the exit strategies. So you right. have to invest in the beginning and the end, whatever, right. you know, whatever that look like. And so I think it's important to, um, like you said, don't stay in that emphasis stage so long because it also takes the passion out of what you're doing. And when that passion leaves, you're not serving your people right. And it, it just becomes... And you're giving the industry a bad name, whatever your industry is, when you're not, you know, good customer service and displaying that passion, pouring that passion into your team and creating that passion within your work culture. Right. It's very much so displayed when your clients, you know, are on the phone with, you know, your staff or they see them in the store, whatever, like that stuff passes down and, and your staff is going to have the attitude that you have when it comes right. to those clients. Right. And, uh, you know, what's funny. I think a lot of times we don't even notice it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, you know, I'll just give a transparency moment. I was in a, um, a a roundtable group. And so we were meeting once a week, I mean, once a month, Mm -hmm. um, and talking about our businesses. And at that time it was during COVID, you know, the balloon business was like open-ish, yeah, um, yeah. but I was focusing on the coaching business. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even realize the vibe that I was giving mm-hmm. because one of the ladies, I was saying something, we, we had to share, you know, where we were in each business and what, you know, what was going on. And one of the ladies said, she said, forgive me if I'm wrong. She said, but I don't know. I just thought that you were kind of like over the balloon business. Mm, mm-hmm. And I had to sit in that for a minute. Right. And I came back, you know, I, I, you know, I processed it and I came back and I responded to her and I said, no, I said, I said, I did have to sit in that because something that I was giving was giving and me that. Feel that way. Right. Right. I said, so, you know, I said, but honestly, it wasn't 
that I was over the balloon business, I had made a decision personally that I was putting the business on pause. Okay. But nobody around me was accepting that decision. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So everybody was trying to force me in a direction that I wasn't trying to go in Mm -hmm. in that moment. Right. So that's where the, I guess, attitude kind of was coming from. Mm But it made me have to sit back and I had to sit with that because I, you know, I, I have my moments where I just sit and think, right, about like, right. you know, when somebody gives me a piece of information, I don't just throw it out just because I don't like it. I have to sit in it. I have to process it. And so when I sat in it, I was just like, you know, how do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. And that's that made me dig a little bit deeper. And I'm like, no, I actually love what I do right I just in that moment was really frustrated because I think that people were trying to mold me into what they wanted me to be right and that wasn't the space that I was in in that moment Mm -hmm. and so it was frustrating me but I'm like if it's showing up to her like that then it's probably showing up to somebody else like that and now I need to kind of take a step back refresh and you know and figure out where is that coming from? And let me nip that in the bud. Right, right. So that I could give the energy that I need to give. And I'm sharing that because I know that a lot of people don't realize sometimes when they shift from, oh, I love doing this. Right. To bad attitude. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, like I'm, you know, I, I really, when I made some shifts in my life, I really don't deal well with negative energy. Yeah. So like I feel it and I'd be like, oh, I got to go. And, you know, like a lot of times I'll meet people and I'm like, you ever happy? Right. (laughs) But I don't think that they realize that that's how they're coming off. And like I met, I met a lady this one time. I'm going to keep it vague because I don't want, you know, keep, keep, keep the innocent, innocent, you know. But I met a lady one time and like her energy was like so, you know, like that kind of energy. And I'm like, I really don't like being in her presence. And then I met one of her staff and I was like, I didn't know at the time. And later I found out that they worked together and I was like, that makes perfect sense. Uh Like, cause they both had that same Mm -hmm energy right right but again once when you're not making sure you're fulfilled in that business when you're not taking care of yourself in that business that's how you start to show up you start to show up you know with the you know kind of sarcastic kind of you know nasty kind of like you bothering me you know we've all been somewhere where you where somebody's serving you and you like well you know i'm sorry that i'm interrupting your day Like, you know, and that's not the energy you want to be giving. Right. But it's hard not to give that energy sometimes when you're tired, when you can't figure out how to make this work, when you, you know, when you know the bills are coming in, but the money is, you know, not coming in. Those things can pull you out of your natural character. Oh, it can. You, you know, it can pull you out. Not to say that you're a bad person or you're meant to be like that, but it's just the reality of being under that stress. Right. 
But that's why you have to reach out to your community, to other professionals, to invest in your business, to get help so that you don't become that person. That that doesn't become your constant reality. Right. It might be a moment. And it it may come back up again. It's not like, you know, just because your business is thriving that it can't stop thriving. You know, it's it's a whole nother level. It's just, I mean, it it happens. It happens. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be times when you like, Lord, if you're going to show up right now would be a good. Right. Right. It would be a good moment for you to come come on through, you know. I mean, it's going to be times like that. That is just a part of being a business owner, but the more that you have your business structured properly, the easier it is to navigate those times. Right, right. And I feel like give yourself, you know, I always give myself 24 hours to be sad. Like if I'm sad about something, if I'm mad about something, if I want to fire somebody, whatever it is, 24 hours. I can sit in it for 24 hours, but the next day is the next day. It's a new day. Let's keep it moving. Like figure out the solution to fix this problem and let's keep going. But it's nothing wrong with being sad or can't or frustrating and, and want to quit. I mean, I don't want to quit. I don't know. I, my husband done fired me. I done fired him. We done fired kids. I mean, whatever that looks like for you, it's okay. Just don't sit in it that right. long. You know, right. and, and don't cut nobody no slack. Like everybody got a job to do and we all yeah. need to step up to the plate and make sure it's done, Who, whoever it is, you know, like, and my husband, I mean, you child work with your spouse is a whole different animal. He would be like, you can do this, you go ahead. Cause I'm not, I'm not fooling with you. Keep on doing all this stuff because he would get so frustrated because I didn't have stuff in order. Like right. he hates chaos. So he'd just be like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, you know, so it's just, yeah. it was, we didn't have some funny moments. Like that could be a whole nother show. Like, no, we gonna have to do a whole nother episode about the spouses. Cause yes. And, and, and to be clear, it ain't always them because a lot of times it's us. But, okay. yeah. <laughs> but but you know, that's another, that is another layer to it because it's mm-hmm. one thing when you go to a job and you come home and tell your spouse about how the people was at right. the work. It's right. another thing when you was the people at the work. Right. You was the people. <laughs> like, they might not even be in it with you full time, but just helping because, you know, right. our industry is like dominated by women. So a lot of husbands and brothers and stuff. Right. Help. And so it's just kind of like, mm, yeah, we something else. No, no, it's a lot. It's it, it, it's a lot. And I have sometimes I look, I got to put myself in time out. Yeah, like just walk away. Just, you having a moment right now? Just walk away because you about to kill everybody. Just walk away. Just, just, just go. Look, like, look. Like, I don't smoke, but just go take a smoke break. Just, <laughs> just, just because because nobody don't seem to understand right, right now. But no, it it definitely you know it, it that stress is there. Mm-hmm. Now my son is the one that does the firing, so he didn't fire my husband so many times so many times um even i mean he was a he was like five and six years old firing my husband just he just he he, that's the one Mm -hmm. i call him my quality control manager no that's not right okay Mm -hmm. all right 
All right, I will. I will work on it. Um, but no, but it it is. It can be very stressful. It's you know, it's so much that goes on. And yeah. I love what you said that twenty four hours. Don't sit in it. Right. Right. Don't sit in it. And you know, if you you know, even if you're just having a moment. Mm-hmm reach out you know what i'm saying like reach out and to me the biggest thing is you know when you know that you are in your feelings yeah acknowledge that yeah say it out loud it don't have to even be to somebody it could be mm-hmm. to yourself but acknowledge it because a lot of times our emotions take over us because we're not being honest about right. how right. we're feeling mm-hmm. Because, you know, we sitting up there snapping at everybody and everybody did something wrong today. When you know what it really is, I'm stressed out because I know this bill yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, you had an attitude when you woke up. Right. I'm afraid because they got this big thing coming up and I'm scared yeah. and I'm nervous. And so that's making me act a certain mm-hmm. way. But be honest about what that thing is. Right. Because it loses its power once you just say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And then you can address it. You know, I'm worried about this bill that's coming up. Okay, well, let's 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 look at it like a grown person. Mm -hmm. What's the bill? How much is it? What what do we have coming up? Is there a possibility to delay this bill? Is there what can I go out and sell right now so I can pay for this bill? Mm -hmm. What you know, what can I do? Right. What's in my power? And then once you, you know, have exhausted your opportunities of what you could do, I mean, like, I don't know everybody's situation, but then I'm going to sit there and pray on it, Lord. Right. There ain't nothing (laughs) you can do. Lord, I'm about to get this to you now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I'm about to move on because what else can I do? Right. Because worrying it ain't going to help nothing. Worry is not going to help a thing. So what else can I do? And y'all know me. I'll go take a nap in a minute. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> look, pray real quick. Take me a little nap and then just regroup. Yeah. Because the other thing I know is it didn't always work out. Right. It's always worked out because you also got to understand if, if you do have that plan, like we've been talking about, you've been planting seeds. Yeah. You never know when, like you said, when that tree is going to grow. You never know what day that's going to be. Yeah, never know. So sometimes you just sitting there minding your business and you're like, oh, it's looking kind of rough. And then something comes that you weren't expecting. Yeah. But it was from a a seed that you planted. Right. Long ago. Years ago. Years ago. Yeah. But if you're not out there planting the seeds, they can't never, right? They can't never come to harvest. And if you keep digging them and trying to look at them, yeah, right, <laughs> they're not gonna grow either. You like, you know, because people will say, "Oh, well, I tried this and I tried that and I tried this and it's not working." I'm a questions person. I got questions before I could answer you. Mm-hmm. Well, how long, what did you do exactly? How long did you do it? How many times did you do it? Oh, well, I've made this one post on this one day. Huh? No patience. That microwave generation, no patience. I'm. It, that's not enough. You know how many things people see in a day? You know how many images come across yes. in a day? 
you know, I still have people who I know in all my timeline that be like, oh, you do balloons? Mm. Um, really? Right. For real. For real. You serious though? But it's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people have so much that they are consuming. Mm-hmm. they're not catching everything right like they got their own lives that they're dealing with in their own situations so you know when you're trying to break through all that noise it's gonna take a minute right mm-hmm. it's gonna take a minute it takes a while before people really get to know you and see you and you know that consistency yeah you know how I know you and when you said about the the old name I was like see that's why I'm so I was so thrown off because I remember you guys mm-hmm. as the king and queen and but how I remember you is because every Friday mm-hmm. <laughs> every Friday y'all would be on there doing a live together yeah every Friday without fail every friday and so that just stuck out in my mind i'm i I meet a lot of people all the time but that sticks out Mm -hmm. in my mind but that's consistency that's showing up you know and that's how you get people to you know really pay attention because the other thing is people do business with people they know like and trust that's right yep first they got to get to know you so you have to show up yeah. For them to get to know you. You have to know who your target audience is mm-hmm. to get that like factor. Right. And that trust factor comes from your consistency. Mm-hmm. Because when people see you and you don't go away, because because you know, people open businesses all the time. Everybody yeah, they got do. Friend. Left and right and Friday. <laughs> Everybody got their friend that has been 12 things already this year. Yes, yes. People switch up, people do, and you know, they may be finding themselves, whatever that looks like, but people switch up. So people need to see you be consistent to build that trust because they like, okay, this is not somebody that's just trying to get some quick money during COVID. This is not somebody that's just trying to, you know, get some quick money, you know, on the side. This is a business. Right. They've been around and they're going to be around. Mm -hmm. And I feel comfortable in trusting them with my money, even though I may not have ever met them before, because I feel, because that consistency gives me trust. Yeah. But when you're not doing any of those things, you can't say, oh, well, it's not working. You, you, you didn't do those parts. Right. And that's why you you did them for two weeks. That ain't it. Yeah. You know, I've done business with people that I've met two years prior to me doing business with them. Mm-hmm. And they stand out that you might come back around to a card or when, when they made such an impact on what they do. You know that whenever an event comes up or something comes up in your life that you need that thing, that is who you will go back to. That's it. So it, it like you said, watering those seeds and you just have to wait on it to grow it, you know it might not be you could meet the one person that you really made an impact on and they told somebody about your business they didn't use you but it's a year later they telling somebody about your business and that is your you know golden egg like that person just 
keeps, you know what yeah. I mean? I had, yes. I had one realtor that we, we did like a bouquet for his wife loved us. Just, you know, thought our customer services that, you know, everything. Well, he referred us to his church. And when I tell you his church order something, I ain't never seen church order that many balloons in their life. I ain't complaining. <laughs> but when I tell you they have something about every Sunday, like it is like a standing appointment. Like we so. yeah, met him this time ago, but when he his church had one thing come up and then we connected with them, like now, like she always like, oh, they're my balloon people. Like she just know what it is. So like right. we, you know, that that became consistent because of a seed we planted months ago That's that it. we were never trying to get something out of it. It was just the way we operate. That's right. who we are. That's our character. And our character allowed us to get more business. So and we don't treat people different because we know they got money or they got, uh, so they got uh, everybody the same. You 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 walk in your authentic truth. Mm-hmm. And that is what resonates with people. And like you said, don't, you know, my grandma would say no respect the person. You know, don't yeah. don't treat people differently because of who you think that they are mm. or what or what you think that they have. Right. Because I've had some people who made inquiries and I was outside of their budget. Yeah. But I wasn't outside of their business budget. Mm-hmm. So when their business needed something, they said, well, you were so helpful to me here. Then they came back over here. Right. So, you know, or sometimes they might, that might be their budget for that event. Yeah. Yeah. But that might not be their budget all the time. Right. You know, so some people get nasty with people because they're not their ideal customer mm-hmm. or they don't do that. Don't right. be that person. Like treat them the same all right. the time. And you just you never know. Some people will size people up without even really. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh that drives me crazy. You know, I'll tell a quick story when I used to I used to work in a hotel and there was a bellman. He was younger. And it was two couples came in at the same time. Mm-hmm. And one of them, you know, they looked like they had money, you know, mm-hmm. all of this. And then there was an, uh, another couple. It was an older um, black couple. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you could tell that they didn't have a lot of money. And the, mm-hmm. when a lady checked in, she had won the trip. Okay. Teacher of the year. So she won this trip. And so I'm watching him and I'm like getting aggravated because he's, I mean, fawning all over this other couple and ignoring mm-hmm. this couple, the, the lady that won the trip. Yeah. So I'm getting aggravated, you know, because I can't stand, I can't stand people mistreating people. That's right, like a, right. that's a deal breaker for me. Like if you, if you want to break up with me, that's going to be the thing. So yeah. she, so she's checking in or whatever like that. And so um, she actually ended up, um, cause like when we worked at the front desk, you could upsell people, um, into a, a nicer mm-hmm. room. So since she wasn't paying for the room, she went with the upsell so she could get a nicer room. So she was just paying the difference. So she went with that. I got her into a nicer room and all of this. And so I realized that she hadn't signed the form that she needed to sign. Mm-hmm. So I called and I said, oh, I said, I realized you didn't sign the form. She said, well, I'll come back down. I said, no, no, no. That was my mistake. Not your mistake. I'm, I'll come up and bring it to you. So she said, she said, oh, okay. She said, can you check on the bellman? Because I haven't got my bags yet. I said, well, I'll yeah. check on them. 
So I checked, he had, he was still going with this other couple, right? So I go upstairs, I bring her the form, she signs off the form, puts a $20 bill in my hand. Mm-hmm. I said, ma'am, I said, you don't have to tip me. She said, no, you came up here. I said, you, she said, you've been very nice, this, any other. Now, so now she didn't tip me. Plus, we get a commission when we upsell them to a right, right. So he come back downstairs. He, you know, he mad because he didn't went upstairs with these people that he decided was rich. Mm-hmm. Came back downstairs and they gave him $2. Uh-uh. I said, come here. So I take him on the side. I said, see this $20 right here? I said, that was your tip if you would have brought them people their bags. Right, right. I said, so don't judge a book by its cover. That's just not a good way to be. And you know, and I know that that wasn't the point of what we're talking about, but I just want to put that out right, there. Right. Because you 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 can be losing business that way. Yeah. Because people pay attention to how you treat them. And that that will make a difference of when they got that money in their pocket next time if they're gonna yeah. go with you. Or like you said. They may be planting a seed to somebody else. You may be too expensive for them, but that doesn't mean that they don't know somebody who has some money, Mm -hmm. who's, you know, willing to spend. And, you know, on my contact form, I constantly get people referring people to me. And when I look at the per- the referral name, I'm like, I don't know who they yeah, are. Right. <laughs> you know, like, so I know it's like a friend of a friend of a friend or something because yeah. I don't even know who that person is. Right. So, you know, you carry yourself with integrity everywhere you go. That's right. Because, you know, you that impression that you leave on somebody is going to make a break mm-hmm. the growth of your business. Right. But like, we can go all night. Yeah, we can. You know, we can stay on here four hours. <laughs> like, we can go all night. So I'm going to I'm going to do the wrap up questions, but okay. I'm definitely going to have you back because we, we might just have to make a topic out of these um out of these um, marital situations okay. in the business. <laughs> Because look, you gotta you have to learn some things to hold right. on to the business and oh, the yeah. marriage. Right. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, Lord, Lord. Right. You know I love this man, but you know I won't fight him right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the wrap-up question. So tell me about your favorite pair of pajamas. Okay, so my favorite pajama, uh, pair of pajamas is Coffee O'Clock. This is my, um, I love coffee. I love tea. I can drink it in the morning, at night. It don't matter. I drink it. So this, um, I just like this set and it's got some cute little pants that's really like slouchy. I just mm-hmm. like it because it makes me, you know, feel comfortable. I know when I have this on, like if I'm starting my day, I get my thoughts together. I'm drinking my coffee. When I'm ending my day, my day is over. I'm drinking my coffee. Like what, you know, what I I'm, I got a cup right now of some tea. So it just makes me feel relaxed and comfortable. And I know my day is done or I'm about to start a good productive day. So I know like something about to happen. In, in the day when I put these on. So I, I just like them. And my mama bought them for me. <laughs> that made some extra special. That always oh, makes some right. extra special. <laughs> okay, so finish this sentence for me. My time freedom allows me to mm, travel, try new restaurants, go to the spa, 
spend time with my family. I love every one of those. <laughs> every single one. Uh, okay, so what is the best advice that you could give someone that's seeking the profits in pajamas lifestyle? Ooh, that's so many. I would probably say be profitable instead of being popular. Um, start with the end in mind and make sure you have education, execution, and patience. I love it. Absolutely love it. All right. And I want you to tell us a little bit more about, because I know you do consulting for the business credit. Right. And I really do feel like this is something that, you know, we all need to look into, make sure that we're doing so that everything is in that business's name. So how do people get in contact with you to set up a consultation and what does that look like? Okay, so they can go to my Facebook page. It's um, Sheila Fluker, S-H-E-I-L-A-F as in Frank, L-U-K-E-R, Sheila Fluker. And then like on, I think it's the about, they can click on the calendar, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the invite, it'll have my name, it says the Balloon Queen. We have a free 15-minute consultation, so I can just do a um, discovery call, kind of see where they are and what, you know, what direction we need to go. Or if they're, like, ready to jump in, we can do a strategy session, and um, that way we kind of set up trade lines, make sure we have everything in place. And it's like a, a tiered thing, so we can do it by the hour. Um, and then we're also coming out with a, um, a four-week boot camp, but that's a little bit later. Um, but yeah, they can just book there do a free discovery call then we can jump in and, and kind of get their credit going so that they can make money off other people's money and be a company and not a side hustle so um yeah awesome awesome and i will share the link in the um the show notes so um just look at the notes below the show once it um post and you'll be able to get to that link so you can get that um consultation or like she said if you're ready to just jump in just go ahead and jump in yeah just jump in just, just jump, jump in, in. Just just right. jump in. Right. because i mean you know you need it you know it's it's just one more step um right. to getting your business in the right direction and even if you've been in business for a while like myself like when i went in um my mentor at that time was all about making sure you didn't um that you started your business without debt but then right. now, as i'm like getting further into it i'm like well i mean i don't have to go into debt but having that credit and that ability to you know expand when you need to is important it's right. very important and um and a lot of people think you like, cause you know, when we got out the military and stuff like that, like a lot of people think, oh, when your credit is bad, you can't have business credit, which yeah, you, you are a personal guarantee on a lot of things, but um, my strategy is like to build it up through tiers. So the accounts, the trade lines that we, you know, start the clients with is all things that don't need a personal guarantee. So it doesn't matter what your personal credit looks like, if it's bad or whatever, we're starting, you know, net 30 accounts and trade lines and gas cards and you know just different stuff like that so we we know how it is for the back end to be messed up because as business owners we put a lot into our businesses and it messes up our personal life because it happened to us right. um so you know you don't worry about your personal credit we're not starting from that tier obviously you do want to work on that later 
Um, but we, you know, start you out with um, things that don't require a personal guarantee. And then we build up to those other things, um, you know, the, the cars and the corporate leases and leasing a, a rental space and all of that stuff. Like we build up to that. And in the program, we do stay with you every step of the way. And that is beautiful. And I'm glad that you shared that part because I like to put out all of the um you know, the objections. Right, right. Because we find ways not to do things that we need to do. Oh, well, maybe because it is. Oh, my, this is not bad. I want to challenge you, you know, one, Sheila just told you that that's not even an issue. So just move forward. Right. But not just in this and all things, stop stopping before time. Yeah. Go find out. Don't don't create an obstacle in your mind and then stop because of that obstacle. Go find out. Let the person tell you no. Right. That it can't work before you just decide that it can't work. And then you find out, you know, 10 years later when you finally feel like your credit is in a good space or this, that, and the other. When you feel like that, then all of a sudden you're going to go and you find out the information and then you find out you could have did this 10 years ago. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do that don't do that i mean i know i've done it and i've been sitting up there like really that's all it took you know yeah, yeah. I know other people have you know done it with different things like you know people come to me as a business owner and say well i'm struggling with this and i'm like well did you try this well i was waiting for waiting for what mm -hmm. we got to stop waiting go find out go yeah. to the source go find out the information go to the experts and get the information you need to make sure you're moving forward and progressing in your business. Absolutely. So Sheila, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I have enjoyed you as a guest. Thank and, you for me. Oh, I'm so glad that you um that you reached out and that you came on. And I know that you know the audience is going to get so much from this conversation. And I am really about to sit here and think about this whole spouses thing because I feel okay. like. <laughs> We got to come back on that one. Uh, we might have to bring the spouses on too. So they, so we oh, get a balance. Okay. So we get a balance conversation. <laughs> right, right. You know, but, but, you know, it is, you know, to, to, to have long lasting marriages and yeah. that business connection is, that's a whole nother um, conversation. And it, it could bring a lot of joy, but there are going to be some moments right. if we're going to keep it real. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Um, and, you know, like I said, I'm going to put um, the links in the, the show notes. Um, of course, I'm Coach Janie D. Um, if you are looking for a business coach, you can always reach out at CoachJanieD.com. That's going to be in the, um, the notes as well. And I do have a luxury brand workshop that is coming up in a couple of weeks. I want to say July 20th, but not looking at a calendar right now, but I'll put the details in the show notes. So um, make sure you sign up for that workshop and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at coachdannyd.com.